Good evening, angels. It's raining. It's Monday night. I'm headed back from the workplace. And um, today was just an interesting day. My daughter was telling me about the planet aligning today, which pushed us into the age of Aquarius. And so I said, well, you know, all that means is it's just going to get real weird. <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm an Aquarius. January 29th, the master vibration. That's why when I think of something or I think of you specifically, think of me um, because of my vibration. So, nonetheless, um, the reason why I was coming on tonight is because I'm just really disappointed in humans. You know, I just, the only thing that just keeps coming to mind is I hate it here. <laughs> I want to go home. Shit. Um, you know, one of the things that makes me really super, super duper sad about humanity is that what I'm seeing a lot of, and I, I think that I'm feeling that it's, it's really strong in the Southern culture. And uh, this, this behavior that, you know, people act really horrible. But you don't act horrible towards them. You're blessing them. They love you. They want you around all the time. But they're constantly having to apologize for their behavior. And so for me, you start out with 100 altogether. And your behavior will break it down to zero. And once I get to zero, I slide out on you. So I watch people and, you know, I'm going to keep the, it's just funny because I just thought of this meme that said, it had Samuel Jackson on it and said, oh, you know, no, we're good. Don't worry. We're good. I'm never going to talk to you ever again in life, but we're good. <laughs> That's me. That's me. And and it's not, I don't have to hate you. Like some people have to have a bad argue in order for them to not talk to you, talk bad. Oh, she didn't know, you know, damn well, nobody did anything to you that, except stop talking to you. Stop entertaining you. Stop allowing you to be a part of things. You letting you go ahead and live your best life without us, <laughs> you know? And, and so that's where they take that and they turn it into all kinds of crazy stuff. So there are three people three young humans, youngsters, adolescents, that I gave, I let them, you know, be people who I put my energy on, and I watch them rise from their dirt, from their bullshit behavior, you know, their catastrophic shit, I watch them, you know, rising through the love, but they just kept showing me their ass, and if you don't, sh and the, here's the thing, you may not completely show me your ass, but if you show my child your ass, you showed me your ass. And I know the difference, unlike many ignorant ghetto ass parents. I know the difference between you just standing up for yourself because somebody was a pain. My daughter's son might have been a pain. And you simply just disliking them and wanting a problem with them. But at the same time, they want to be around you. It's so weird. And I think that's a slave thing. I think that comes from the slave mentality because nobody I grew up with in California feels that way. If we have to have a problem, 
then we're not going to be people. And if we argue hard for no reason, like it didn't make any sense and you have to apologize, I'm not going to dislike you because I recognize your issues and how you grew up in your indoctrination, but you can't enjoy the kingdom no more. Unless I see growth. But you can't try to like act like, oh, you know, I'm not going to respond to you or I'm going to be, I'm mad, fuck her because are you serious? Because this illumination is not what you offer. I offer an illumination. So I, our friendship is off balance. So I'm not your friend. I'm an angel. And I shined light. I blessed you on every level. You just couldn't keep your shit together. And oftentimes, sadly enough, my daughter pulls just weirdness out of people. And it's not and the weird thing for me that I've noticed, it's often with bisexual women. Like straight women who feel good about themselves, they love her, love her. But bisexual women who struggle with their appearance, who don't feel so beautiful unless they caked up with makeup or, you know, being nasty and salacious. They they feel hateful. And it's sad because they don't realize they're getting nothing but love from her. And so I was thinking about, you know, at work today, um, there's a situation where we have a small staff. Our coverage is very little, minimal. And so we have to actually care about each other in order to make things happen the way we need it to. And I appreciate that. I go above and beyond. I shampoo for them. I make sure their station's clean real quick if they got another client coming. I go above and beyond. I, it's like they, it seems that like people in that store, in the salon, don't want me to have a day off. And they were functioning without a manager for a minute before I got there. And so at the end of the day tonight, I just felt like, I hate it here. I just want to go home. To a whole nother place. Away from these people. And it's just good and evil. You know, I listen to people talk about how life is so hard for them. It's not like it was before. Oh, why is it so hard? God is just letting it be so hard. But at the same time, you only do for people if it can benefit you. If it's comfortable for you. But sacrifice isn't comfortable. Serving isn't always for you. So the question is, who do you serve? And I'm getting to a point where I really don't want to entertain people who don't love God. Like if you don't know, and you're just like, oh, I'm not really good. Hey, hey, keep it moving for me. Hello, goodbye. Because I'm just not interested. Because if you don't have a relationship, someone once said to me, if you don't have a relationship with God, you can be one of the kindest person in the people in the world. But you can be used by the devil because you don't have a relationship. So, you know, I just gross out on people who are willing to allow themselves to be used for a tool for the devil. One of the things that I know about me, and anybody who knows me well knows that I'm super balanced to the extent that as kind as I am, that people love so much, I'm super freaking mean. Super mean. Cold-blooded. That's me. If you go too far or lose it and I'm done and I become cold-blooded. And you know what? To me, 
Everybody who I have met in Maryland, every single person, even you sweethearts that I love. To me, you're just an angel on the journey that I'm passing. You know, I mean, it's reason, season, lifetime. And I have a rule of thumb. If I have to talk bad about you to my husband three times or more, we ain't going to be friends long. Like, it's not a lifetime friendship. It's definitely either a reason or a season. And so they said with a reason, you know, that you come into somebody's love for a reason. Then something happens and you leave. For a season, don't fucking do it. For a season, a season I was told lasts anywhere from two to five years. So when that season is over, even if it seems like you're the most awesome people in the world, y'all close, we family. When that season's over, it's a wrap. And I've watched myself try to hold on to relationships and friendships because it saddened me that it was time to move on. And I just didn't know really at the time. I knew, you know, I would often say season, reason, lifetime. But I really wasn't like, I didn't know for sure. But now I'm 50 and I pretty much know for sure season, reason, lifetime. One of the ways I know that if you will not be a um, life, that you will be a lifetime is when I don't, when we don't bicker. I don't ever have to say one bad thing about you to my husband. And you're just a blessing. And it doesn't have to be you giving me anything. I can't stand people who are only kind to people, super kind to people because they want something from them or they think that they're generous. So they're going to give them something. Oh, the holidays are coming. Be nice to them. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. So, one of the things that um, I feel is, I know that it all starts from the way we parent. And I watch a lot of people parent, and as I've always said, I don't judge because some of the greatest humans come out of a shit parenting situation. But, I mean, (laughs) you know, I don't wanna insult my mama, But I came from a shit situation, and I think that I'm a pretty damn good person. I wasn't always, I couldn't always say that I was a really good person. Because, you know, if you crossed me, holy hell, I I was just different. So, I just want to say that, as a parent, if you have children, boys and girls, don't guide them into petty behavior. Don't involve them in grown folk shit unless it's going to keep them safe. They need to know for their safety. And and for the record, anybody who has a whole family, because we often come into families. That's one of the things that happens with me and my family. We often meet people and end up coming into a family. And I'm okay with that because at the point, like, I realized that God... God brings us into people's lives for a reason. And so one of the funny things that God does with us is he brings us into families that have turmoil. A lot of black families that have the educated elders and property and, you know, some sort of financial comfort. They always have a fucked up situation with their kids and grandkids. And if you really pay attention too, it's crazy. If you look at those like, situations with those older families that 
black families that still have the family home and it's all diminished and run down. You got a hundred grown ass kids living in there. But nobody cares about mowing the lawn, taking out the garbage if the garbage spills on the ground. Nobody, they just pull up, leave it right there for grandma to pick up. She old as hell. You know, um, there's just it's always we always come into family. And if it's not the elders being impacted, it's each other like they're close knit family coming together. But for me, I would stay the hell away from all of them. I wouldn't have none of that shit around me. My kids don't know their their cousins and shit because the parents were horrible humans. And I was not going to subject my children to those people. And what would their kids be like? You know what I mean? Might cause harm to my child. One of my nieces, I remember one of my nieces, when my son, was probably, that was the last time she ever saw him too, funny enough. But my son was a baby. He wasn't even walking yet. He was like probably about, what, four months? <laughs> he started walking in his walker at four months. And um, I, we were visiting my in-laws, and my in-law was very demonic, Puerto Rican. And she had a daughter. I was a part of her life as a baby. But, you know, there was a short time that I didn't talk to them because of the demonic mother. I didn't want her in my life. That's just how we roll. I don't want negativity in my life. I mean, how unbalanced does that sound? I'm bringing you positivity. You're getting uplifted. Lights being brought to you and then you bring shit to my life. I don't play that. I don't care if you had a hard life growing up. I only care about that when I'm keeping in consideration why I'm not going to punch you in your face. Or hit you in the head with a brick. Or completely turn my back on you the first time you act a fool. That's when I keep in mind your background. I give you three strikes and you're fully out. And that is all. So if you hit your third strike. Or if you're on your second strike. And you think talking to me crazy. Or being disrespectful to me. Because you're just broken. I don't need her. You don't need me baby. Just stay back. (laughs) But I promise you on God. You will need me before I'll ever need you. I promise you on that. But um, um, the reason why I have this energy is, one, it's just, it's it's the cycle. But two, I hate seeing people who are selfish, who don't think of others. And then they expect you to think of them. I don't like that. I don't like that. And I don't want anybody to ever get it twisted. I'm a very color conscious person. Very color conscious. So with that said, if if you're non-black... I'm watching the type of favors I do for you. Just let's be clear. Because I don't get into that slave plantation supremacy shit. I'm the queen. Right? I'm the queen. All life came from this melanin. Okay? So, with that said, and I don't care who's offended. I don't care. I don't care. I know that on Anchor I watched, you know, the non-black people drop. Because I am pro-black. And so, I'm pro-humanity. But I'm pro-black because on this planet, my people have suffered the most. And I don't care what anybody says. And they're still suffering. All right? So for me, in my environment at work, it's very few of us. I'm the only black manager. And and there's a lot of little racist shit that goes on. You know? And, and, and to them, it's not racist. They don't know. Because they're just taking on the American dream. Right? And so... Um, they take on the American supremacy and it doesn't make it easy that in the environment, the, the, a large number 
of the dark-skinned folks that come in and out of there are foreign, but they don't know that, they, the people watching them, and they act ignorant. You know, just disrespectful, like some lady tried to trigger me today. You know, I hear on the walk-in, I need to override. And so I decide, because I'm not busy, I'm coming through that way anyway, I pop over. It's right next to my salon. And um, there was a black lady there. And she was clearly foreign, okay? And um, I come over to put, you know, to put the numbers in. And um, as I'm walking over, before I can put the numbers in, she's like upset. She's stomping, you know, she's like, ah, oh, this doesn't make any sense. I'm in a hurry with her accent. And um, I just looked over at her. And remember, we were a mess. So all she could see were my eyes. And yes, my eyes were like, what the hell? Somebody's helping you. It's here. And so the lady said to me, listen, my, um, the screen just shut off right when I was about to give her her receipt. And that's happened to me multiple times. And she's like, so I, I need an override to put a supervisor's, you know, I mean, I need a supervisor's signature, you know, code or whatever. And so what she's trying to explain to me, the lady's flipping out. So I look at her. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And so I just keep on moving. I don't even say anything. I just keep, I just look away and keep working on what I'm doing. And she's carrying on. So finally, she said, when I looked at her, she said, why are you looking at me? She screamed. She said, why are you looking at me like that? And I think she even said, why the hell are you looking at me like that? And um, I just ignored her, never looked up. And so when I was finished, you know, one of my other manager, you know, supervisor young ladies showed up because she heard it on the walkie. And um, she heard the ruckus light just at the end of the ruckus, but I wasn't talking back. So she didn't know if there was a ruckus or, you know. And so I, um, I turned, I was finished, and they were like, thank you. You know, the ladies who worked there were like, thank you. I said, no problem. And there was a crowd around us. And this lady's embarrassingly flipping the fuck out. And we two are the only black people there. And so I said to the young lady who walked up, which was right next to this nut, I said, we're in a pandemic. People are dying. And I said it loud. I said, we're in a pandemic and people are dying. And she looked at me like, what? And I said, and I said, so let's be kind to one another, right? I say to her, and everybody goes, yeah, everybody went, yeah. And I said, Merry Christmas. As I walked away, everybody's like, Merry Christmas. And that lady was so mad when I looked back, she was glaring at me with flaming red eyes. So, um, we laughed our hearts out about it later, you know, downstairs. The girl was like, I, she was just getting, I walked into the room and she was just telling one of the other black supervisors about it, but she didn't get a chance to say, you know, everything because I walked in and I was like, did you hear that lady going off on me? I was shocked. She tr almost triggered me. I was like, so what I've learned is we have to just speak up immediately. As soon as I'm triggered, find a way to get it out, express yourself, get away, scream, whatever. Because if not, my alternate personality, my disassociated identity disorder, I've learned, attacks me for not doing, letting it act out, right? It'll make me go do bad things. And I guess I did because, you know, I ate something naughty tonight. I fasted all day, not one morsel in my mouth. And uh, we not only made our goal, we kicked it over, you know, we rock socks. And so, um, you know, it's a great thing, right? But the bottom line is, is that we have to get control of how we treat each other. You know, I mean, I can't take foreign people who came from a third world country, hostile war environment, and think they're gonna act like they got some damn sense here. Because unfortunately, that's who always raises havoc in the store. You know, it's really sad and embarrassing.
So I just wanted to say, like, you know, let's try to be better people, better humans, journey people. You know, we can't we don't have to treat each other like this. But most importantly, we don't have to expect people who have been good and kind to us to accept poor treatment. And if it means losing a whole family to let your ass go, I'm going to do that. Because nothing is more important than my mental health at least. You know? So I feel like there's a, um, a whole friendship. And I felt, and it's not a friendship. It's just me being in that family, helping out. I feel like it's coming to an end. And, and like with my other family that I was a part of that I loved so much, they were like real family to me. Um, but there, there were members that were demonic. And I will never allow that. But I did have one of them that I kept in touch with. And I love her. I love them all, but there's one I kept in touch with. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes I feel like the will of the demonic ones, you know, work on her weaknesses to keep her from being able to even get all this energy. Because I'm hiding if you acting crazy. That's a wrap for you. That is all. I'm not going to spend time with anybody who acts crazy. So I just wanted to say, you know, watch how you treat people and don't let anybody treat you shitty. You know, it doesn't make any sense at all. All right. So if you like this podcast, if you feel like it's blessed you in any way, like, share, download. And um, thank you for everyone who has been supporting it. I appreciate you. And thank you for your comments in, you know, in my private messages telling me how it's blessed you. And you, for those of you who see me and know me, telling me that you listen to it. Like, you know, one of my coworkers was listening to it, you know, in her little earbuds, you know, today. And um, I just love it. So thank you for, you know, trusting me with your spirit. I send you love, supernatural peace, supernatural favor, and supernatural grace. Peace.